Hello and welcome to episode 314 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of Murder Road, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And calling in from his comics bunker, surrounded by things that will eventually fall over and crush him to death, it's Tony Esmond. It's getting seriously bad in here, I can't see out the window now. I, I mean, know. I mean, would you describe yourself as a hoarder? Yeah. Get, uh, when, uh, when does when does a collector become a hoarder? Yeah, no. Someone said that to me. I heard someone say recently, "What makes you a collector?" And they said, "Have you ever thrown it?" Oh, I was, I was um, on Brood Doggers, or it's called. It's not Brood Doggers, is it? Oh, fucking hell, what's it called? You know the the, the, the YouTube comics guys from Scotland. Oh, Colin, yeah. Ma- Colin Max was on there and stuff. Yeah, and they were saying, "What makes you a collector?" And then someone said, "Have you ever thrown a comic away?" And I thought, "Well, no, not really." No, well, that makes you a collector then. Okay. Yeah. Fair play. I have thrown one comic away, and I sent you the video of it. <laughs> Usually, hoarders don't have like animal shit all over the ground. You're not there yet. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah, no. so, it's just, it's just not a hoarder. Yeah, human shit, yeah. ladies' yeah. shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you're 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 just so fascinated by the books you're reading, you just don't have, don't have it's time. It's a segue to, coming. You just don't have time to go down the stairs, do you? No, uh, but I have got time to look at Comic House. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Our lovely sponsor. <laughs> Boom. This show, as always, is brought to you by the Indie Comic Marketplace that loves indie comics as much as we do. Yes, Comic House. If you go to comichouse.com, you can see a huge selection of titles on the database. All you people that self-publish your comics, you can list your book on there and start selling your, your hard copy straight away. As well, if you've got digital copies, then you can upload them to the app um, because... Yes, the Comic House app is a subscription service for only £3 a month. Basically, it's not Netflix for comics. You get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics that's being added to all the time. For instance, what's on there at the moment, Dan? We've got a whole slew of new titles uh, from Tales from the Dark Universe by William F. Nolan. And you think, who's William F. Nolan? He wrote the film and novel of uh, Logan's Run. Wow. Oh, of course he did. Yes. Yeah, I, was I actually never day. thought that, Dan. Uh, but, uh, but no, I think I was look, looking at the, something about that because there was someone was saying, "Why isn't there a regular Logan's Run comic?" But there is. There's only thirty uh, issues. <laughs> See what they're Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got a special. And it red, starts glowing red. Yeah, red crystal cover. Cover. <laughs> uh, they've got World of a Luna issue eight, spaced out issue zero to close off before they freeze on you. Four. <laughs> We've got Grey issue three by Daniel Faulkner. We've got Bloop and the Pigeon Pandemic issue one. And we've got Realm of Owls Logical Collection volume five, which looks absolutely fantastic. Exotic, exotic and adventurous do-it-yourself trip. And yeah. we've also got uh, William Shatner's Tech War. Yes. Oh, why is... Tech War. This is going to become War. a thing, isn't it? We Just before we Jake started Cardigan. recording, I said, don't go on about Tech War. We're but, not going on about this mentioning Tech War is available like to read a podcast. in the Let's do a live stream where we watch Tech War together. Uh, do, you know, I, do you know what? I'm not going to say anything because I never watched Tech War. I never read any of Tech War. So do you know what? I'm coming from a place of ignorance. So Wait, Let's just, just call it Tech Talk. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Job done. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> tech Tie a out. fucking bow on that. And I told you I watched that. I watched that series Private Eyes. It's a really sort of shitty canadian detective series but they have shatner on occasion he's like a sort of recurring guest star and it's it's like a family friendly show but the recurring joke is always about how big shatner's knob is in it yeah it's just bizarre it's uh, bizarre yeah. classic uh, family gag yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> size of william shatner's knob i'll tell you, I, I tell you what's not so bizarre though 
And that is um, how many books are on Comic House. Because, I mean, from that list, Dan, that you... I mean, we we say, oh, they're, add, they're adding stuff to the library all the time. But literally, that's a new list that Dan gives, gives yeah. every week. Yeah. It's amazing. So you should that's go... three um, pages of stuff on that. All right. Latest comics added. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot. So it's well worth your time get on and it. your money. So there's a 14-day free trial. Um, go to comichouse.com and find out more about the wonderful world of small press and indie comics from all over the world that's on there. There you go. Um, I had a horrible feeling we were going to go off track when we started talking about it's William you. Shatner's dong. So I brought... Yeah. <laughs> I thought I need to finish this sponsorship ad. No, none of us are none of us are gay on the program, but I would like to see it. Do you know what I mean? Sort of just the box text. On yeah, yeah. Vince, I feel like there's an episode there somewhere, dude. I think um, Vince could take it or leave it. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god. Do you know what? I was trying to think of another pun, but the only name I could think of was TJ Hooker. And yeah. <laughs> I they loved did that show when I was a kid. By the way, he ran. He ran funny, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he did. That was yeah. brilliant. That's brilliant. It's, uh, oh. There's a whole weekend of uh, Star Trek, the Star Trek movies, which I've recorded Man. all of. The night before lockdown, I went and saw Shatner give a talk and show uh, Ratha Khan. Oh, and it was mate. brilliant. That's you the best one. Guy. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Cool. yeah, that's that's a way to go into lockdown, isn't it? At least you got yeah. a, a nice memory before you were locked in your bunker. Actually, if you were locked in your bunker, surrounded by all those comics, you're probably quite happy. Yeah, yeah. more than happy. Yeah, um, and we are more than happy to give you a lovely bit of audio this week because comic events are coming back, baby. Um, sensibly, it's of course. Time. It's time. It's time. Um, and there's lots of people out there who are, who are planning events and stuff and going the right way about it and trying to give um, something more to the comic-loving and creative community that loves comics as much as we do. Um, and we had a, a lovely chance to talk to Simon Myers from, and I've got to get this right, it's Meanwhile in Coventry. Meanwhile, dot, yeah. dot, dot, in yeah. Coventry. Yeah. Um, as he goes on explain, imagine that in a comic like meanwhile yeah. in Coventry, yeah, yeah, makes which, sense, doesn't it? Which yeah. is yeah. which is great, um, and it's a new event coming up, and it's exciting. There's lots of stuff to get excited about. So um, come back for us waffling about um, all the other stuff we, we've been reading in, in a sec. But right now, here's um, here's a bit of audio about an event that more people need to know about. So check it out. Okay, this week. We are pleased to be joined by a special guest who's an artist whose work has been seen on the covers of titles such as Doctor Who, Sherlock and Star Wars, but they are also the brains behind the upcoming Meanwhile Comic Festival, which should be on your radars because Comic-Cons are coming back, baby. Coming back soon. Won't be long. And it's our pleasure to welcome Simon Myers to the show. Hello, sir. Hi. uh, Good evening, gents. How are you all? Good. We We are good. Um... Before we start, we've already done the complaints about the weather and how muggy we are. But whenever we talk about <laughs> well, comic, muggy, comics and head. events, well, the thing is, like we've been talking about, you know, we we kept going with the show, talking about comics and like you know the topics, and certainly before before this interview, there's a bit of talk about what's going on in comics at the moment. But it's nice to be able to talk about again, like an actual event that's happening. Phew. We're finally back. <laughs> that's, that's coming back. <laughs> the great um, hope for all comic yeah. conventions is this one. Yeah. <laughs> don't, let, don't feel the pressure, though, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 
but but there may be obviously this show is all about discovering stuff that may be just around your corner you don't know about so the meanwhile comic festival um let's kick us off with what is it and how did it all come come about yeah okay well first of all and this is a bone of contention um (laughs) it's called meanwhile in coventry so the actual festival is meanwhile dot 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 in coventry and the reason it's called that is because meanwhile is a common term used in comics and we wanted to create something that travels so for example we don't intend this to be a one-off so like in many years time it could be meanwhile dot 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 in new york meanwhile in uh adelaide meanwhile in hawaii you know so stevenage yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Coventry. Um, <laughs> so we, we want we wanted to have something that travels and not necessarily tag it with meanwhile with festival or convention or something like that because it's quite it morphs. It's quite uh, an open. Well, you'll see when you get there. It's not just comics. We, we wanted to do an event that celebrates storytelling as a whole. But because I'm involved in comics and because comics are huge in pop culture. Ooh, that was our easy way in. Um, so th- so the, the, the actual event is called Meanwhile in Coventry. Um, and we should actually have put that out in a press release. But people keep saying it's the Meanwhile Festival. Unfortunately, there was a Meanwhile Festival five or six years ago. I think it was a Meanwhile and... Comic Con. I'm going to say, yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah. Right? So slightly different. Yeah. 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 But it, it, we, you know, if, if we say Meanwhile in Coventry, when you type that in into search engines or indeed Facebook, it takes you to the right place. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I find that you... um, with events as well, especially comics events, yeah. um, the ones that are the ones that we want to see, the ones that are about like you know creativity and comics and stuff, mm. they're the ones that are stepping away from that Comic Con term. They really are, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're now festival and events, trying to get their own identity. Kind of, yeah. yeah, I think they've had well, to, haven't they? Really, a bit. Well, yeah. Comic Con's kind of got a weight to it now, where you expect oh, it's going to have the toys there. It's going to be cosplaying. It's going to. It's just like everything under one roof. And mm. with uh, comics uh, very minor in the list. Yeah, totem pole, yeah. yeah, yeah. Getting gradually uh, smaller by the year. Yeah, yeah I, I've been. I've been lucky enough to be guest, a guest, and indeed a punter at, at a few of these, uh, a few of these things. And and my biggest uh, bugbear is the fact that the, the comics, which actually give the events their names, are actually the smallest part of the show. Mm. Um, so if it's not a comic con, if it's uh, um, I've been to an event which was literally ninety five percent B movie uh, actors and a <laughs> yeah. few comic book people dotted in the corner. If it's a, an event celebrating B movies, why not call it that yeah. instead of yeah. uh, uh, sort of you know labouring under the pretense that it is actually a comic con? It's not. It's an event celebrating the owner or the the festival organisers' favourite films. Why not be honest about it? Yeah, yeah. Films are popular enough to carry it as well. Exactly, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I, I saw um, online isn't it Coventry's Year of Culture or something? Is that part of why you chose it there? Or um, to start well, with? it's all fortuitous because Coventry is the UK city of culture this year, um, which is which is actually brilliant. But the reason we started it in Coventry is I grew up in and around Coventry. Um, I lecture part-time at Coventry University right. and I've been running an event uh, in Coventry and around the Midlands called the Drink and Draw where we go to sort of like um, museums, 
art galleries and indeed the occasional pub and we just give people pieces of paper get them pissed and they draw <laughs> <laughs> um and we did one we've done a few in and around Coventry and the cathedral approached us and asked us if we wanted to do one at the cathedral um so we, <laughs> that we seems like, a bit yeah. counterintuitive <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, it was genuinely brilliant and we we called we give um we give people a, a theme because uh, it's there's nothing scarier. Um, I mean, if if any of you draw, there's nothing scarier than a blank piece of paper. Mm, nothing yeah. scarier than a blank piece of paper. So we give everybody a theme, and we came up with the theme nooks and crannies. Um, so everybody in the cathedral was just thinking about what's happening in the nooks and crannies, what's hiding there. So we got you know loads of gargoyles and monsters, and and it was just a brilliant, brilliant event. Um, and the cathedral said, "Do you want to do another one?" Well. In that time, I'd been getting social media for Dan Panosian and Jeff Johnson and Dave Johnson's Drink yeah. Draw Social Club yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd been getting messages for us. So we'd sort of started talking. And I said, wouldn't it be brilliant if we did a transatlantic drink and draw? And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. So when the cathedral said, do you want to do another drink and draw? I approached them with this idea, which they really liked. Then I was talking to a friend of mine um, who you may know, Ollie McNamee. He, a little um, bit, yeah. yeah he, he, he's, um, I think he writes for Comic Con website. And he used to uh, a bit, did he do a bit for Bleeding Cool at one point? He Is did right? do, a, yeah. yeah. He did, he did do loads for Bleeding Cool. But he also, he also ran High Viz Festival in Birmingham because he's a huge fan of uh, hip hop oh, graffiti. Thing, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, yeah. it was brilliant. It was really, really cool. Um, so Ollie said it's too big. It's, it's too big. You can't just have a night. Um, and because I lecture at the university, the university actually backs onto the grounds of the cathedral. And there's a gallery, uh, an art museum that actually backs onto all of this space called University Square. And the three buildings, including the university student union building, all back onto the same space. Right. So it was like, no brainer. We've got all of this space. We know all of the uh, relevant people at each building to actually put on this event. And um, we, were, we were like, okay, let's see if we can make it happen. And, and that's what happened. And then I spoke to Dan and said, would you like to do this? Uh, and he said, mm, actually, Simon, no, because if you're doing a drink and draw at nine o'clock in the evening or even eight o'clock in the evening, we've got to sit in a pub with all of the day drinkers in a, <laughs> <laughs> in a bar in L.A. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's but he says we'd consider coming over. So I was like, oh, okay, that's very that's kind of him. Really, yeah. <laughs> really, really cool. Uh, unfortunately, though, Dan can't make it. He will live link to us. Uh, we're hoping to sort out the technology at the drink and draw. But Dave and Dave Johnson and Jeff Johnson are coming over. So mm-hmm. we've got our drink and draw and the drink and draw social club happening on the same night in Coventry Cathedral. Uh, and then um, the uh, Festival of Storytelling, to give it its wanky name, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 the weekend around it. So it's all coming together and it's all, it's all quite exciting, if, if I'm honest. Was it how long have you been planning this for? Because was there some trepidation about being kind of first out the gate, Simon, as well? I mean, we're desperate for it, so I actually think it will do really well. But you must have been thinking, oh, they keep moving the, the goalposts, they keep moving them. You well, know. we the the drink and draw that I mentioned at the cathedral was November 2019. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. And um, I started proposing this uh, and talking to relevant parties uh, February 2020. 
and um, we only got we've got a little bit of assistance from the art, uh, the um, arts council, right. so they're they're helping us, and that only came in a few weeks ago. So it's all uh, you know we were only able to pull the trigger a few weeks ago when we actually had the money, but everything's been slowly ticking away now for eighteen months. Um, oh. But it is nice. It is it is nice to to know that people are excited. It makes it it, it validates your idea. Um, it's it's really nice that even you guys talking about how excited you are. It's it's really yeah, nice yeah. We're looking forward to it. I mean, I know that you put the call out for tables. I'm going to say about a month ago. Was it now? Is that right? It's about three weeks, I think. Right. Okay. Have you? How's that been? I'm suspecting it's been busy. Is it? Or um, we've had a few. We've we've had yeah. a few, um, which has been quite nice. Um, we. As, as you probably imagine, with us not having a lot of time yet, we're still uh, getting back to people, still letting people what's going on, letting, know, letting, know, letting people know what's going on. It's simply because of the fact we didn't want to change the date because Coventry University very, very kindly let us do it during Freshers' Week. So oh, wow, okay. there's oh, going to be an amazing buzz there anyway. Um, but you know you get you get your financial assistance only a few weeks before the event and then it's all hands to deck so getting back to people who want tables has slipped a little bit but it will be imminently okay. it will be in in the next uh week that's uh that's oh right quite soon oh, good stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff and i know you mentioned dave dan panosian and jeff is there anyone yeah. what did you want to mention any of the other guests you've got uh, we've got Ian Churchill, which is okay. awesome because uh, he—I remember—he's like the first comic I bought. Um, right. That is not particularly any, relevant at all to any like teenagers. When <laughs> a man in his forties is talking about the first comic he bought. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we, what we have done, what we've done is um, we got Hannah. Um, oh, crikey! Very. Yes, we've got yeah. Hannah Berry on board, and she's been helping out. Um, and we've she's given us a list of uh, and of, of diverse creators who we can pull upon to actually show people that it isn't just middle-aged men, uh, white middle-aged men who are creating these books, and yeah. that it, you don't have to necessarily work for Marvel or DC to tell your story. So we are announcing in. We're trying to stagger our announcements, but we are announcing sort of in the next couple of weeks um, many more uh, creators. Uh, we've just put Al Ewing on the website, yeah. um, uh, and uh, so the, and and there's a few more going on tomorrow. Oh, cool. uh, we've got they, uh, John Higgins who coloured Watchmen. Yeah, um, he's going to come along. Um, there's quite a few and off the top of my head they've, they've well i've, they've I've got a couple gone. i was going to ask you about so yeah obviously we're big we're big buddies with nick brokenshire yes so he, he's a great creator and he does a lot of sort of all ages star oh, he, stuff sorry. yeah he is coming nick is coming yes yeah yeah he's on the website i think babes yeah um yeah right? yes he is yeah he is yeah, yeah. yeah. if yeah. he's not on the website he's he's in one of the announcements oh right okay yeah he's a good egg love his yeah. stuff and yeah. he's a really he's really great yeah, yeah chatting to people um, and you got Charlie Adlard as well, is that right? Charlie is going to Charlie is going to join us live when we project on the cathedral. Um, we are doing when we do the drink and draw. We're going to get people uh, drawing onto whatever means be it. Uh, we're getting some pads, and people are going to be drawn, and then that's going to be projected into the cathedral um, and on a giant live screen outside the cathedral. Oh wow! So oh, we're yeah. going to. 
we we just want to make this an event. And Charlie's a, Charlie was a bit apprehensive about actually coming to the event. But I, I said, well, would you like to draw on the cathedral? And he said, yes, of course I would. <laughs> you, you know, you know how when you you, you zoom for work, you know, and yeah. you're worried about your background. He's got to yeah. be really fucking worried about his background if it's from the size of a cathedral, <laughs> isn't he? You know. Well, well the, the, we 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 I, I don't know if you've been to Coventry Cathedral, but it, it was designed as a just a space to sort of celebrate other people's work so there's this giant you know like 100 foot wall in the cathedral that we're gonna project onto and then outside we've got a five meter screen that it will be a dual feed so if you're in the cathedral um drawing taking part in the drink and draw you'll be watching people draw on this you know giant wall that's in these beautiful surroundings if you're outside then the giant five foot five meter screen will mirror mirror that feed and outside we've got um Dignabeth dining club which is like a market of sort of very fancy cool food stalls and beer trucks all oh, right um nice. and they'll be in university square along with um a we're doing a graffiti sort of tournament uh so we're getting some really this cool graffiti bat- artists. battle boards battle boards yeah, yeah yeah so we're getting loads of graffiti artists to to draw during the day because there's nothing worse than going to a, an event that you may not be keen on and someone else is having the time of your life. We're trying to get other people to enjoy themselves as well. That's you know, sort the of, um, that sort of um, event as well. You know, I've been to I've mm. been to a couple of sort of like events where people do things. Like that. I know uh, one of our friends, Sarah Harris, is is, is participating. She's been to one today, isn't she? I think she's always. Yeah. I mean, she's doing graffiti yeah. everywhere, and it's always brilliant yeah. if you check out her Instagram or Twitter. Um, but that sort of stuff. There's a or real buzz. <laughs> don't don't spread lies about her. Um, <laughs> but there there is a real um, vibe and like there's a real there's a real atmosphere about things like that going on. It it feels like you know there's there's constant creativity and it feels if with all these things that like you've got planned. I mean, this is just two things that you've mentioned just here. It's all yeah. about creativity, isn't it? And just showing it to the world. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's about, like, um, there's a statistic that Coventry has the lowest number of uh, high school students going into further education, or indeed any education after school. And it isn't a marketing ploy for the university. It really isn't. I'm attached part-time, and their spaces are brilliant. They're they're giving us space. Um, But we do want to give, like, you know, sort of the West Midlands a... Shutting the arm is a little bit too melodramatic, but just let people know that you don't have to just settle. You know, you no. can aspire to do things. And if mm. that's telling stories, then that's absolutely okay. Look at what these people are doing and look how much joy they're getting from telling stories, whether it's in picture form or written or indeed mm. spoken word. But that's what we're trying to do. Uh, and I know it sounds a bit pretentious, but I wish there was something like that. At my, you know, when I was that age, mm. uh, instead of sort of, you know, stumbling my way through the graphic design industry, which I, I wasn't particularly keen on, and then uh, and then <laughs> finding out actually I really like drawing when I hit forty. So, uh, you know, that's uh, it. Would be nice to be able to give someone, you know, those uh, options and inspire them as well. I suppose the the main reason a lot of people listen, or a lot of the people who listen to the show, are small press creators as well and and that's is that something you're catering to is because that's quite a it's, we, we like to refer to it as a movement these days is that something you're gonna you having oh, a special yes, space yeah, for the, or the, the the small 
the Hannah's giving us Hannah has. I'm going to show my ignorance now. I grew up reading Spider-Man. I have a run of 25, almost 30 years of unbroken, amazing Spider-Man. I I love that, you know, uh, Marvel. I've grown up with street level Marvel. I I love it. And I, and because that's too man. Yeah. yeah, Because I can draw a bit. I'm always, um, I'm always inspired by stuff I can't do. Um, and, uh i like that that spectacle you know and small press uh because it's not necessarily readily available next to say spider-man or or the latest um avengers comic um i sort of passed it by much to my which which is my fault and now as older i'm like okay this had value this really had value and Mm. i just you know, skip by it because it wasn't on the shelves in Forbidden Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, we're trying to readdress that. So the next round of creators that we're announcing will actually we're giving some space to small press. Mm-hmm. For the independent oh, nice stuff. Yeah, yeah, because it, it yeah. feels like, especially like over the past five or six years, um, you know, certainly the independent scene has really just grown and blossomed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you see it's something like Thought Bubble, isn't it? And, and you know, you see the spaces there, and it's just water. Wall. I mean. We know most of them. Yeah, and I think the <laughs> yeah. thing is with with um, crowdfunding, a lot of these books are selling yeah. as many as some some boom, you know, dark horse yeah. Yeah. image books yeah. themselves, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. But, you, yeah. but the creators at the same time want to, you know, we all want to see those people again. You want to have that interaction. And yeah. the, the person that isn't subscribed to your e-newsletter, the person that doesn't know your work, discovery yes. is always... The, the greatest thing for me, discovering mm. something new, is always the best, I think. Yeah, and, and it works the other way around as well, mm. for the creator as well, to be able to tell someone about your stuff and then actually buzz off their enthusiasm is is, is hugely addictive, and it's a real mm. joy to, mm. to watch someone enjoy your stuff. If we can give that to people, well, we are. We're going to, you know, we're going to yeah. give that to people. Uh, that's, that's the, you know, the least we can do. Mm. Yeah. We've also... Um... On your website, I and mean, we've talked talked about this with conventions and the importance of like workshops and things like that. Mm. And, and you've got um, you've got a bunch of workshops lined up as well. Um, can you tell us a bit more about those? They're all still in the works. Uh, there's all there's a few still in the works, but um, we've got uh, Alison Sampson, who is a wonderful um, comic book creator, mm. uh, and indeed she's a practicing architect as well. If anybody didn't know that, oh, well, um, no, no, yeah, yeah. But she's she does a a um, a workshop called comics in a day where she takes on a, a few people and they make a really rough comic book in a day. And then at the end of the session, they have to go out, uh, go out into the crowd of the event they're at or, or the street outside the room in which the workshop is happening and give out their book. So it's about overcoming your shyness with your work. And she's agreed to oh, run that, run yeah. that event whilst, uh, meanwhile is going on. So, so that's something that's that's really, really cool. That's a real um, jump out of the plane moment, isn't it? That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I don't like the yeah. sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which is, which is really, really nice. Um, mm. Zara Slattery is, I believe, doing some drawing skills for us. Um, who else have we got involved? Tony Lee, um, the writer is going to do some writing workshop. Is doing a writing workshop for us. Everything's everything's sort of malleable um, at the moment, but they're they're the few that have been 
uh, nailed down. I think you have to be, don't you? You have to be sort of, you know, ready to sort of turn on your heel at the moment because you mm. know, with the world being what it is and, you know, plans changing or, or whatever, it's, it's good to... Yeah, yeah we're all hoping this is going to be gravy by that time, aren't we? Really? <laughs> yeah, and it's two days, isn't it? This one you've gone yeah. straight in with the two day one, haven't you? Well, it's simply, simply because I really like the Sundays at events. Like the Sunday right. on Thought Bubble to me is more day, fun than the Saturday. <laughs> well, yeah. yes and no, because the people who come on a Sunday are the people who really want to be there. So you end up chatting more. It's it's more fun for the creator to be there on a Sunday because there's less people just asking. Let's put it politely. There's less people going around with piles of books to be signed to then put on eBay. Mm, and there's right. actually people there who want to meet the creators who are interested in talking story, who might even be interested in talking the technicalities of writing a story. And it's actually yeah. really, really fun. The second day buyers as well, the people that have had the wonder on the Saturday and then they come back yeah. on the Sunday. That's always nice when you get that moment. Yeah, when someone comes definitely. Back. Yeah. And it also means that, you know, we, we're, we've we got Dave and Jeff there. We don't just want them there for one day. And we're hoping yeah. to do a um, I'd, I'd, if it comes off, I would really like to moderate a drink and draw, a, a drink and draw social club panel with Dave and Jeff and Dan in in, um, in Los Angeles and talk to them about their drink and draw um, before they I get stole some... the name and started using yeah. it over here. They get some great names. I mean, we run a yeah. drink and draw, by the way, Simon. We as well. We do like an online one. So I mean, you know, they are popular. I don't think they yeah. coined the name though, did they? No, I mean, I'll, yeah. I, I can I can say this with 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 utter honesty. I nicked it from seeing it when I was at New York Comic Con in two thousand and six, and I presented uh, okay, a portfolio yeah. to Marvel, and I saw there. I think it was a poster, or it was somewhere, but I saw the name Drink and Draw, and it stuck. Mm, and yeah. then we were in a. I was working in a design studio in Coventry and we were in the pub, as you do, in the <laughs> evening. And um, myself and a friend were just drawing on beer mats. And everyone said, oh, you know, stop drawing, just enjoy the conversation. And we were like, we can hear you, you know, just because yeah. we're drawing doesn't mean we've checked out. And then we sort of thought, oh, we, we, might, we might be able to do this as a night. And we spoke to the landlady who was a friend of ours at the time. And uh, she said, okay, try it. We thought, we genuinely thought we'd get like a, a table full of our mates um, just sort of joining us for the evening. Um, but we had 75 people turn up on the first night. Bloody hell. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The landlady and, um, must have loved that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did, yeah. And we get, but we we would have, I don't know if you know you guys know Birmingham at all, but the, in the Birmingham uh, Museum and Art Gallery, there's a, there's a cafe called the Edwardian Tea Rooms. And it's, beautiful absolutely beautiful mm. and it holds 300 people and we've often filled it for a drink and draw oh wow oh nice that's great um, that's really good yeah. and it's 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 really fun because there's, there's music playing we're not we don't at no point are we judging people and i think that's what why people have warmed to our drink and draw because we're just giving people a theme getting them to buy a beer yeah and then getting them to draw and the more beer they have the more they draw uh, and there's nothing but there's nothing i mean obviously by the end of the night you know we've had a, a myriad of comedy cocks drawn in different shapes and sizes um but but the for, for the few years we ran it sort of before covid and and, and and other things occurred there was nothing better than going back to the pub in the morning because we'd obviously stashed the st- stuff there overnight and sorting through sorting through the drawings that were handed back in you know over a 
you know, over a, a full English breakfast and a pot of tea. And it's brilliant because it's the people that don't necessarily draw all the time who have concentrated for the entire three hours on one drawing and have got slowly drunk during the night. Their drawing is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And, and people come back because they really like that experience. Mm. Nice one. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah, drink, drink and draw is always a good, there's a nice energy to them, isn't there? It's like, yeah. Can I, sorry, I, I just want to add something that we found counterintuitive. We um, we got asked to do a drink and draw uh, to um, like be a sister event to one of the comic cons in Birmingham many years ago, and I can't remember which one it was. Hmm. And they said, can you put this name and this name and this name, and they'll be at the con. And we said, no, because if we put those names on the, uh, sorry, they'll be at the drink and draw. If we put those names on the drink and draw poster, People who just want to come and enjoy drawing without fear of being judged or compared yeah. to other people, they won't come. And indeed, yeah. if they do come, they won't draw. Mm. And it was really, it was a really <laughs> hard decision we had to come to, but it worked. Um, I can yeah, tell you, you're probably you're probably right in that because we had a similar experience recently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I think a drink and draw is is. Um, I mean, you got the you got the event for like the creators and like the, the comedy yeah. stuff, but but something like a drinking draw is like open to everyone. Just come along and have, have fun. And yeah, just, but, yeah, yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. There's, there's no pressure, and you know. Yeah. But but if you're at these drinking draws and you look up and you go, oh, is that the is that the person who does that comic I love? Do you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> looking up, it's that's you know that, it's that's a different, it's, it's a completely different experience yeah. because it feels like you've discovered that that person's there rather being than being told he's there and then feeling nervous that oh hold on i can't compete i'm not at that level oh, plus you'll yeah. get people turn up who aren't into drawing they're yeah. just there to you know yeah yeah and get their and, they're, in nev- and yeah. they're invariably the best drawings they might not have they might not be the technique the most technically um astute of drawings or the draftsmanship might not be as good but they're always the most interesting it's great to be around like creative people that are kind of yeah. uh, creating. It's it's such a joy to watch and drinking yeah. and drinking. Yeah, yeah. Although There's you don't something have to there drink, there, there is no pressure to drink any alcohol. No, no, no. I mean, I I I, I actually um, abstain from alcohol. I mean, I'm almost two years dry. Is not right because I didn't have a problem, but. Um, oh, oh h- half a pint of shandy, and I'll I'll be anyone. <laughs> Here we go. Out. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's... <laughs> Man, I've been out drinking since. God, We're going to be crap at drinking. Obviously. You, you haven't, yeah. been, dr- you haven't yeah. been drinking since eleven o'clock this morning, have you, Dan? <laughs> yeah, that long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to uh, I went to Malta Comic Con. Um, I very luckily got invited as a guest. It was a lovely, lovely event. And if if anyone ever gets invited go because it's it's really really charming yeah we're friends with john freeman and he's done it a few times yeah it's it's a really sweet event um and uh but i i fell into the trap i fell into the habit of like drinking 10 pints a day for like five days (laughs) and and, but i when i used to work and live in london i would like I, i worked in offices just off oxford circus so you'd fall out the office you'd fall into soho get the last tube home and then you do the same thing every day. This was, you know, I was drinking yep. stupid amounts. And uh, and when I was in Malta, this I fell back into that drinking as as if it was water so easily. When I got home, I'm like, do you know what? I'm just going to draw a line on, under it. I'm just not. <laughs> yeah. I'm God, just don't not do a line. It. That makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, crikey, yeah. <laughs> do you get the shakes. Uh, yeah, uh, but <laughs> right. I. So and then it sort of. I don't really drink. My girlfriend doesn't drink. 
and then yeah. it sort of got to like eight months. I was like, I don't miss it. I'm not yeah. not bothered at all. It's lovely and waking you... up and you don't have mm. a headache. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, can we just quickly change the subject a little bit? We speaking as someone who's who's done a lot of conventions from behind mm. the table. So I mean, it sounds like this one's is fortuitous in that it's fresh as week as well so you're you're looking to get some good footfall i'm guessing anyway is mm. there anything you're doing as a, like an outreach to get people to the conventions you know well we are there's two things that are really really cool we are being sponsored by posca now, i don't know whether you know who posca are but they are owned by the Uniball, the Mitsubishi company who make Uniball pens and pencils. And uh, they make those giant big black markers that are paint markers that you can paint on windows with. Um, right, we've, and, moved, we've moved into talking about um, pen, pen territory. And, okay, sorry, 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 no, 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 no. Sorry. You are speaking right. the language of many of our listeners. So okay, carry on. Okay, and myself, point, and myself. <laughs> carry on. Okay, so the point is that Posca are... Because they're they're not necessarily sponsoring the event financially, but they are helping us out with a lot of kit. So we're doing the battle boards, but we will be running, meanwhile, in Coventry competitions in Posca packaging available throughout the, the, the country. So there's two competitions that will be running, one that runs along with the battle boards and uh, Posca will be uh, so you can enter while having bought any Posca kit or you can enter on the day, um, and it's to go in along with our battle boards. You'll be drawing to a theme, you'll be sending the drawing in, and then you will win a pile of Posca stuff. And they're also doing one with, um, we're also doing one with Uniball, um, and uh, the competition is to tell a story in one page, uh, whether that is one image or as many panels as you want, and... Again, you can enter and win a ton of Uniball pit pen stuff. And they're launching, I believe they're launching a new uh, brush pen. And, and I might have this wrong. And if I do, uh, Posca will kill me, uh, Uniball will kill me. But I believe they're, <laughs> they're launching some sort of, uh, they're launching some new pens. And, uh, and and we're really lucky in the fact that we contacted them just at the right time. And they're like, yeah, no, we'd really like to help out. We want to get involved in creativity and, and allowing people to tell stories and also, they're gonna. Uh, we are addressing this by going into local schools. We're going to be sending um, storytelling packages written by us and helped and being designed by Coventry University students, which will then be sent out to local schools. So local schools awesome. can um, uh, will have these packages of learning how to tell a story, whether it's basic, you know, three act structure, beginning, middle, and end, or breaking stuff down into panel form, or just telling stories, just giving. Uh, kids for choice of a less derogatory term uh, the ability or or the tools to tell their story and not just in prose because you know the written word can can scare some children yeah we we need more yeah i mean the the next generation of creators is is the one we need to tap into and we need to sort of really sort of yeah feed and and nurture get them on board yeah definitely yeah and um speaking i mean i'm sure i speak for many of the artists or, or creatives <laughs> on this show um there is there is never a more loyal partner than the artist who loves their pen so if their pen yes. their pen is good they will always buy that pen. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you hear people worried that they're going to yeah. stop making it so they buy like a hundred pens <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i'm, I'm completely completely with you on that completely with yeah. you on that yeah um, but possibly we just so started talking to Posca um, 
so re- re- reached out through social media just saying we're doing this thing and they were like this is brilliant you know how can we help yeah um it, originally originally what we wanted to do was do all of the the education reach out stuff pre-event and then have uh, an event in the event that was showing off all of the entries and showing off local schools but because of covid and the fact that our time scale has been truncated so much we're actually using the event to launch the initiatives as opposed to being the end point of the initiatives Mm. so it i think it's worked out quite nicely actually and actually we were also um the event itself so meanwhile in coventry we'll have the procreators tent which is uh marquee in the old cathedral is that for procreation yes procreation (laughs) oh why didn't i (laughs) <laughs> the website's being oh, changed yeah. as we speak <laughs> yeah. oh that's do you know what i'm i'm gonna steal that yeah uh, so <laughs> so we've got we've got the pro we've got the pro creators venue which is a giant marquee in the old cathedral we've then got the herbert art gallery right next door it's in line of sight right next door backs onto university square and that's going to be the local artist venue so we're going to have a selection of local artists from coventry not necessarily uh, comic book artists but storytellers in their own right and also in the hub again in line of sight right next door which is coventry university student union building we are actually having departments from coventry university showing off their best students showing what they do and indeed local schools so you get an entire cross-section of creativity in the area and then some like you know international superstars That's good, you're going to get the families that's what yeah. we want. We don't just want like the hardcore comics fans and the you know mm. the cosplayers. You want the families to come in. I think that's always a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and hence why we're selling alcohol at the event so the dads don't get bored. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking maybe get some strippers in as well from personal. You know, just if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was trying to think of a joke, but it did. It was. Yeah. It, it, I was going to say it's on the tip of my tongue, but when you're talking about it, that, <laughs> we'll be there, my not, friend. Yeah, not not yeah. really, not really yeah. relevant. So um, for um, yeah. for um, visitors to the event and stuff, um, what is there in terms of like um, you know tickets or you know entry? You know, what are the details well, around that? So uh, in the next in the within the next fortnight, this, the site will go live with ticket availability. Now, tickets are free. We're not at them. There's a few lectures and workshops. I think it's two or three of each that we're going to ask a token fee for because we can't put everything on for free. No. Mm. But we need to, because there's alcohol available at the event, we do need to control numbers slightly. So we, we're not pushing anyone away, but you just have to sign up for a ticket to let us know you're coming. We just need to know numbers. Yeah. So it is free, but it will go live on the site in the next, and we'll, you know, we'll throw it all over social media, you know, mm. just get your ticket now. And it, it, all you'll do is turn up. Someone will say, okay, yeah, fine. And, and, and you'll come in. Um, but that's it. It's, it's a free event, but we just need to know numbers. We've got to be careful. And obviously, you know, we're just coming out of a pandemic. We don't yeah. just want to flood yeah, yeah. the entire, you know, historic Coventry with a ton of people without making people, you know, without some sort of control. Have you got a particular hotel that people are going to use or anything like that as well that you want to put out? Um, well, there's, there's two. There's a premier. There's a premier inn, which, as basic hotels go, they are always clean. Yeah, they're, they're right, always neat. Yeah, they're yeah, always yeah. modern. Yeah. And this and 
there's a, the brand the Coventry Evening Telegraph building, which was the newspaper in Coventry for many many years, has just reopened as a bespoke hotel, oh, right. and it is beautiful. Um, it feels like a set from Mad Men. It's got that real lovely uh, early 1960s sort of minimalism, and it is beautiful. Okay, uh, nice. So they they are they are uh, putting a few of us up. And the Premier Inn are helping out as well. Um, so, yeah, there's those two hotels, which, um, yeah, uh, that, I, I'm sure we'll put links to them on the site as well. Yeah, nice. Fantastic. Good stuff. Yeah. I, we, I do feel that we're, we are, without sounding unprofessional, we, we've, we've all of a sudden had it dropped on us that we can do it. Mm. And it happened very quickly. Um, we don't want to miss the window. So, there's stuff that should have been done that we should have done. I'm trying to be honest so that you can tell yeah, that we're actually, oh, yeah. that, you know, we, we are actually just three chaps. I've got to shout, I'm going to shout with two, my two friends who I'm doing it with, I'm going to shout out to them as well uh, in a moment. Um, I'm going to take all this, the glory. This is, and this is Batman <laughs> and the Flash. Yeah. As I can the, 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 point, the, 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 um, the point I'm trying to make is that the th- it's only the three of us doing this. Yeah. Um, and it's, it would have been fine if we had the whole 18 months, but we haven't. We've had literally six weeks. So yeah. it's yeah. it's um, it's all coming together. And as you can see, I hope you can see that the website looks really professional and everything that's happening oh, is coming yeah. together. But stuff like tickets, just, you know, just, um, you know, tightening the final screws, you know, checking the tire pressure and making sure everything is working properly before it goes on sale. Because there's nothing worse than going to a site and then going, oh, that doesn't work. You won't come back. So yeah. um, that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, people, been, uh, people are quite, quite quick to be critical of things like this, yeah. aren't they? I think, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, so you got to be careful. Yeah. Anyone organising an event's been kind of put on the spot with the way they've been sort of rolling stuff out, the government and yeah, mm. the, the guidelines. So to kind of to move into action as quick as you can is commendable. Yeah, and I think it's good that you're setting the ground there because we're all still worried that thought bubble won't go ahead but if mm. you've gone ahead then they will do you know i kind of mm. in my mind yeah, I like how to think i think that, it yeah. works you know mm. we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're getting the most incredible i mean like um i'm sure you won't mind me saying but a friend of mine christian ward i don't know if you know of him um i've met him but he, yeah 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 but i mean he's the most incredible artist mm. his run on black bolt was just insane yeah, great series but yeah. he, he sent me a really lovely message of support just saying you know this this looks like it's going to be you know up there it looks looks really incredible looks different uh and and you know sent me some really lovely words i'm not going to read them because that's that's uh invading his privacy but the the message was that he thinks this is going to be really really good and it's really nice to see this is our first event and people have said oh well it feels more like thought bubble than anything else okay Um, that's high yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and it, it feels amazing. And I won't lie, that's that's the uh, model we were going for because Thought Bubble does doesn't feel like anything else. Mm. It it does feel special. You do come away feeling enthused and inspired, and like you've had a really really fun weekend. Yeah, I think before before lockdown, in the maybe the three years before lockdown, we I mean we we try and promote every comic convention you know that people come to us and speak about and even we were getting a bit like oh there's one every weekend guys some weekends there was like three at one point yeah you know 
And I think we've gone from that to having nothing for a year and a half. And I think there's a lot of people who will need this in a way. Who will look forward to it and enjoy it, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I can't wait for it, man. I'm. It's on my. It's on my calendar. I'm definitely going to go to it. Thank you very um, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to have that sort of the emphasis on like you know creativity mm. uh, as well. You know, yeah. that, that's how because. Uh, as well as we're all about comics and we love comics, and you, I mean that's why you listen to the show for God's sake. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, creativity is also the main thing. If you can inspire someone creative, you know there are lots of people who aren't necessarily like comic readers or comic artists or comic write. You know there are people who are writing prose, and if they yeah. get, they could be inspired to write a comic. Because, yeah. because of things, or, like or inspired yeah. even just to buy a comic, we'd be exactly. we'd yeah. be happy. Exactly. Yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we try. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, what we're trying to do is—it's is, um, very much like the philosophy of our drink and draws—is you don't have to be amazing to create something. Um, I, I, I uh, if I may use myself uh, uh, as an, uh, as an anecdote, and that sounds so horribly nice. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. I, uh, I, I love. I genuinely love classic Disney. You know, like the. Um, the the jungle book you know everything in that ilk and and stuff that they're doing you know i love that style of drawing and that style of animation and uh i sort of stepped away from it because i can draw and i can paint and i i can capture a likeness i i don't know if you guys have seen any of my doctor who work but i can capture likeness quite well yeah um but i i've always loved that animated stuff always loved it and i ended up whilst i was doing the whilst i was on my run of doctor who covers i ended up relying so heavily on photo reference that everything I had to draw subsequently for about a year, I needed to make photo montages of in Photoshop before I could then draw it so that I knew what it looked like before I drew it. And I know that sounds really, really weird, but it, it was a, it was like a a sort of a a mental block that I had to break. And it was only just recently that I was like, actually, no, it it doesn't, it doesn't happen. You know, you you don't have to necessarily have that finished picture in your head and know what it's going to look like exactly before you start drawing. There's, there's joy in the journey and there's joy in the discovery. And that's what we're trying to tell other people. I mean, if you have a look at the, if you have a look at the website, all of those Disney-esque animated characters I did, but people don't think I did them. Because they're not my, you know, they're not yeah. the style that I am that associated you're known for. with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really hard to break that. Uh, and we're trying to do that with people's perceptions. Is you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be Kieran Gillen t- to write a story. You don't yeah. have to be uh, Dave Johnson to draw something. You know, just get out the paper and, and just mess around. And hopefully that's what we can. Hopefully that's what yeah. we can get across during. Meanwhile. God, I'd love to be Dave Johnson. Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good to see. We we met him at Thought because he was at Thought Bubble, wasn't he? We met him there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He did did confide in us. There was a reason he was going to London after Thought Bubble. I won't say any more than that. <laughs> and I, I I held it together. I, I, I stopped myself from completely fanboying out. Which is quite, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite cool. 
I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> well, I've, I've got so much stuff that I'm going to get him to sign, and I'm going to have to like have like my girlfriend just just holding my back and just you know like every time my voice squeaks into like prepubescent fanboy, <laughs> just sign, sign, calm down, breathe, breathe, breathe. Um, you got um, you got John McRae going as well, and he, I know he's a local boy, isn't he? He lives nearby. Oh, John's brilliant. John's the re- John's the, it's John's fault that I ended up skirting the edges of the industry. Right. Um, oh, and and Daryl actually. Oh, and, good man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Daryl was doing a um, five six years ago. Daryl was doing a thing in at Nottingham Comic Con, and he just said, "So I come along, help out," and I did. And I had a port. I'd just been. Do you know what? I think that might be where we met because I Possibly. ran some panels that year at that event. Um, uh, and, okay. Yeah. Okay. It might be when we met. Yeah. Daryl was there with Ed. That's right, the sort of pirate yeah. guy. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, Ed is yeah. just Daryl's handsome. Ed, Ed is a Ed is a Viking god made human. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he he he's, they that, he's they had that like, novel out, didn't they? Is that right? Yes, that yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a they had a, a novel that it, yeah, it was something like a kids' picture book, but it was prose and pictures rather than a comic book. Yeah, but that I I'd. Um, it's a very long story, but I'd just been fired from a job and I decided that actually I'm going to try and do this comic book illustration freelance thing. And I'd knocked up a portfolio and it was all sort of, uh, I don't know if you've heard of a guy called Phil Noto, but it all felt yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. Phil Noto-y and it, yeah. had a, a, it all felt a little bit uh, uh, McGuinness, you know, the classic Bond poster artist yeah so it was all and it was all like the beatles and it was batgirl and and star trek stuff and i had a portfolio of it and i was john mccray was two tables away and i just started talking to john mccray and he looked through my stuff and he says just get yourself to thought well this is really good um so i met andrew james who was then titan editor at thought bubble and i'd worked up i knew that they were doing doctor who stuff so i worked up some illustrations of amy pond and clara oswald and I took them over, and within six months, I was doing Doctor Who covers. Nice. Oh, nice work, yeah. But it, fact, was, it, was, down, the... it was down to John. It was down to oh, John. Oh, good stuff. Because I don't know if you I did the John McRae panel at that event. Oh, um, okay. Which, just before we started, he told me the story about... Um, um, who's the bloke who plays R2-D2? Uh, Kenny... Kenny Baker. Kenny yeah. Baker's Cock and Balls is the story he told me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the story. I won't repeat it. You do know that's the si- title of uh, John's sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to get him on the show now. Yeah. yeah. Even, even more that so story. Now. Yeah, <laughs> that story. Um, John, John's awesome. John's like yeah. the most sweet chap. He's yeah. he's such a lovely chap. Yeah. Um, I remember. Yeah, I briefly chatting to him at the end of uh, one thought bubble. Was it 2018? I think it was the second year I went. And he yeah. got the tables down, and then as it mm. was all sort of dying down, he, he just sort of came over and was just chatting. You know, actually, you know, just very social with people that he doesn't know. Mm. And like, I was chatting, and in my head, I was thinking, "You fucking John McRae." Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember at Bristol, he used to drink more than the Queen Mother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember, mate, mine, mate, mine. I used to work with bought two pages off him, and I because he wasn't going to MCM, and I popped into MCM and collected them. And then I, he, the, 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 my mate was going to come in to see me in the office to collect them, so I photocopied them and glued the photocopies to the side of a cabinet. And then when he came in, he said, oh, you've got those pages. I said, oh, yeah, we've all been looking at them. Look, I've sellotaped them up to the side of the cabinet. <laughs> and, then, and then I pretended to take them down and ripped them in half on purpose. And this bloke's like, what? What's happening? <laughs> that, is, that is one of your that's best vile, stories, that, man. I mean, that's evil. That's that yeah. stunning, yeah. That, 
that's Tony. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Can I can I tell can I uh, can I tell you guys an anecdote about my girlfriend at Thought Bubble? Yes, um, please. We I was I was sharing a table. Actually, I was sharing a table with Baz and Ed. Actually, all right. And um, my my girlfriend's quite tall. She's five eleven. She's my height, which might not be tall for a chap, but it is quite tall for a girl. Yeah. And uh, but she was uh, when we went to Thought Bubble that year. She was studying, so she'd spend a lot of her time in the hotel or in coffee shops and stuff with a folder full of, you know, paper and notes and stuff. And, um, she was wearing like jeans, a pair of brogues and like, um, a loose like men's jacket over a white shirt. And she was just let in anywhere in thought bubble without a pass, without a lanyard to the point where Daz was getting quite angry. <laughs> How did you get through those doors? Because they only say out. She went, I don't know. I just walked up to the doors and they let me in. She, she had such um, she had such a because she she's not into the scene at all. She's she 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 reads a lot and watches a lot of film and stuff. But she it just, so something about comic books and uh, which are predominantly superhero that just doesn't um sort of catch her imagination. Mm. So she was there with duress because I was there, but she was walking around with such an air of nonchalant disdain that people were just opening doors for her disdain, I'm sure that she, uh, disdain yeah. and then it's like yeah. they, mu- they must work in the industry it was really every, I just wanted to go out of, this is, this is Forpy now saying I just wanted to go out of those d- doors because the loo is the other side of those doors how the f- are you getting in and out of those doors because I've even got a lanyard it's like he's here I can hear. Yeah. I can hear. <laughs> I'm going to text him. <laughs> the toilet's just on the other side of those doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's listening at my window. I can just, <laughs> I, I can see the sun shining off his face, even though it's raining outside. Yeah, I'm seeing him on Wednesday. Oh. Over oh, to see him. Can you, yeah. If if it, can you give him a socially distanced hug from me, please? I shall. Yeah, and a kiss. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you a copy of the comic we did together because he's brilliant. Oh, that's on it. He's really kind. Thank well, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So um, I like I, I like Dazzy's stuff. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just uh, he's probably listening, so we should stop being nice, man. Yeah, but he knows we love him. Uh, <laughs> don't swear at your iPod or whatever you listen to this on. Pull those trousers up, Daz. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Um, you're in public. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously, where can people go to find out more about? Meanwhile. And, um, you know, on social media you, or the website, etc. Just hit us with all the links. Um, meanwhile, 2021 is the Twitter feed. Uh, meanwhile, in Coventry, we'll take you on Facebook. And I can't... Let me just find the... I should have all this lined up. Meanwhilefestival.com. Meanwhilefestival.com is the... Oh, meanwhilefestival.com is the website. Meanwhile Festival is the Instagram feed. And meanwhile, in Coventry is the on on facebook um and if you do talk about it uh, please call it meanwhile uh, me, either meanwhile or meanwhile in coventry um we just because we want it to we, we really love for it to become its own thing so it's yeah. meanwhile like i said meanwhile yeah. in new york yeah. meanwhile in coventry meanwhile in london meanwhile you know um las vegas and yeah. and people have started typing in like you said if you type in meanwhile festival into into um facebook it takes you somewhere else yeah 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 we will put uh the link in the show notes of course and we look forward to um the weeks leading up to this and seeing how we really hope the event was obviously so it plays out smash. yeah good yeah yeah uh, hopefully 
Um, but also, your artwork is amazing, Simon. So where can people find yeah. you and your work? Um, SimonMyers.co.uk. Uh, but bizarrely, it was PrettyFunky.com for years, which still takes you to the same place. Um, and my uh, Pretty Funky is my Instagram handle and uh, Cy Myers is my Twitter handle. There you go. Go forth. Follow Good them. stuff, man. <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant. Show some support to uh, what sounds like an amazing event. Uh, fingers, fingers crossed. And and Jen, thank you all, all three for inviting me on. That was no problem. Pleasure. Pleasure to have you on. Absolute joy. Next time we'll get you to uh, come on and talk about Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, oh, oh the, people will just turn off. I, pr- I promise you. Or <laughs> oh, we'll we'll so, we'll invite yeah. you to our drink and draws, man. That'll be yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you'd, you'd yeah, enjoy that. Show, that. Us, show us yeah. how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Show you how it's done. Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> I've got my. Everyone just says, like, oh, you've got a problem. Every, everyone you draw is is leggy with red hair. And I was like, no. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but invariably, they usually are. So, um, so when we've got him on, then we know what the theme is. Brilliant. I know. I know what to yeah. wear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was doing it. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys saw it, but that there was a. Th- Thing. There was like a social media meme called "Draw Your Six. I can't remember what it was called. Something like "Draw Your Favorite Six. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like six yeah. panels, and everyone yeah. was drawing characters. And um, and I did a thing where I thought, actually, there's so many, like so many pop culture redheads. Um, and I ended up reading an article on it, and it has nothing to do with like. Uh, this sounds really grim. Ginger fetishes. Okay. <laughs> it's because it's because. Uh, in the early days of comic books and indeed in the early days of animation, red really pops, like really pops. Mm. So if you uh, can yeah. make a female character redhead, um, it really, really pops on the page or on the screen. So I ended up doing two versions of six where I ended up getting April O'Neil, Batgirl, Daphne from Scooby-Doo, Mira, Pepper Potts. Uh, the Black Widow, you know, got 12, 12 redheads and I'm sure there's, you know, many, many, many more. Hmm. Uh, but it was a really interesting uh, article on the fact. It's it's why um, I believe, and I think it was mentioned in that, like the Hulk was grey. The Hulk was originally grey. Yeah. Um, and then when he was, the reason he was changed to green was a printing error. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, stuff like that fascinates me. So, uh, yeah. you know what, I'm, I'm going down a rabbit hole that oh, I'm sure right. you guys do I've not I've added a special... Him. I've added a special catchphrase to the chat that I no, can't repeat. No, don't, don't pay attention to it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we're not going to repeat that on there. But we will repeat. <laughs> Check out the meanwhilefestival.com uh, and all the links and stuff. And thank you again, Simon, for joining us. You've been cool. Yeah, thank, you for, Cheers, man. thank you for having me on. Thank you for letting me just dive down rabbit holes that, and then pulling me back out of them. That's the point, yeah. <laughs> There's the tagline. So there you have it, folks. First event of probably hopefully. I'm very excited. Yes. Can't wait to see how it turns out. Yeah. Really coming. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's going to be such a creative and exciting sort of thing. I better get a hotel suite because it's going to be busy, isn't it? Maybe book one for the Friday and the Sunday night as well as the Saturday. Just going to need clearing up, isn't it? You know? <laughs> I mean, it's going to get pretty heavy. It's, it's, yeah. so, you say that, Tony, but like any anyone who spent any amount of time with any like the ACP crew over a long weekend at a comic convention will know that about half eight we're like I'm just gonna have a hot chocolate and then go back. Normally we just complain about how tired we are. Yeah, our back, yeah. our back, our feet, 
um, as we're sipping on a Horlicks before we retire. Yeah. <laughs> we're not bark on people. Ah. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Simon, uh, for, for joining us for that chat and be sure to check out the event. Um, before we get into the recommends, of course, there, we, there's a little bit of a topic that, that came up that um, yes. we want to discuss. Dan, Dan, yeah, Dan, do you want to take away? Yeah, well, yeah, there was a kind of furore on Twitter, as there always is. And, what, uh, on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Surely not. Social but, media is a place. It's a, it's a sunbeam of, of a landscape. FDS. But it started with, uh, like, Rob Liefeld saying about the X-Force 1 thing, the sales, and that went round and round. But then after that, it got superseded by the uh, Comicron report on yeah. the uh, annual comic sales for the year 2020. Which was surprisingly, I think, to many people, including myself, it was up. Yeah, I would have thought it would have taken. We were going to take a hit on that because obviously the pandemic, people wouldn't mm. maybe no wouldn't shops find as much. Open. Yeah, no shops yeah. actually open. Yeah, uh, and we've that could have discussed it on the figures. show. Yeah, we we yeah. discussed it on the show many times. We we're worried about like how is this affecting the industry and stuff. Not that I'm in it, any position yeah. to talk about. I was industry. worried for a while about um about orbital but since they're now that they they've turned their shop into what looks like a sixth form art display i think we're all fine yeah all let's good. just move away from that tony let's get, let's get <laughs> you to a good place danielle from okay comics was saying how like it has been uh, tough for them and they've kind of adapted yeah. to survive but uh, essentially what the report was saying was uh, yeah the sales are up comic sales on on whole uh, are up and there's been a lot of coverage from this from uh, a lot of and there's people Taking sides on Twitter. Oh, yes. what a surprise. Yeah. Some people were saying they're up and some people were saying, yeah, but have you looked at this? You know, and then being, well, it is up. And it's something that has a nuance to it that is, is you don't really have the ability to describe in a tweet, I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. It is frustrating to see one one minute a creative creator saying, stop pirating comics. There's hardly any money in comics. This is fucking killing us. And the yeah. next minute they're saying, oh, look at this sale report. Comics is fucking crushing it. It's like, well, those are in direct contradiction those two statements yeah i think i think the other thing as well as i think is comics is evolving in the way they're purchased ingested and sold and yeah and you can see that because book sales comic sales in bookshops are up digital for a first time in a long time is up i mean that is kind of you know because of the the pandemic but you've got you've got to realize that probably people have formed habits in that year and a half the pandemic's been going that they will continue reading digitally now you know And I think we, I think comics has to evolve in the way that it's, um, it's distributing, which it yeah, kind of is, yeah. isn't it? You know, because mm. that whole idea of like the newsstand and you go down and buy a comic that just doesn't exist anymore. Much or in is the, UK, the shame. At least. Yeah, yeah, much of the shame. It used to be something you could just quick the ease of getting a comic. It was there. But the, now the, that's, the reason that's some of these huge numbers that people talk about, like you know where it's X Force number one, is because I saw it down my local newsagent. It wasn't like I went into a comic book shop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was. I think the thing is, as well, is like stuff that sells in bookshops you don't see in comic shops either. And stuff that sells in, I know our buddy Perch did a video on, which is the one you Mm. sent us to look at, Dan. And in that, his daughter went and got, um, is it Demon Slayer in the local supermarket, which we should be able to do too. Yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've, I've struggled to get my son some of the Demon Slayer books because they're sold out. Yeah. Everywhere. I've been like on websites, all the comic shops, Amazon, everything. And I can't get some of them because they're sold out. And it's like, fuck me, what a great position to be in. You can't yeah. get it because a comic because they sold out. And uh, we we've talked about the frustration of this before, but like, my son saw the Demon Slayer series on Netflix, and that directly correlated into 
him buying the books and yeah, reading the good. books. And there's a one-to-one thing. I can Perch also mentioned this, like the Loki TV series is reportedly doing high numbers, but you want to go and read the Loki collection of comics or anything. There's nothing. The <laughs> one that eBay. planned, yeah, the one they got the planned has been pushed back. So it's not going to co- coincide with the TV thing. And it's just like, Genius. is this a fucking clown company fucking handling this? It's ridiculous. And you yeah. mentioned Vince about Doctor Strange. They so in the comments they've announced the death of Doctor Strange. And yeah, when so probably just got a film coming out. It's, I mean, companies like Marvel and that are huge beasts. You know, they're not perhaps as big as we think, but they're backed by huge beasts. You know, but at Nobrow we knew to the in the minute that when the um, the Hilda cartoon was dropping and we had everything ready to go. The day the Hilda dropped was the day we were at Thought Bubble and the day we had a bunch of Hilda stuff on the table oh God, yeah, ready yeah. for people. And you got to do that. What's wrong with people? You know. It's mental. Yeah. But, uh, so essentially, the, the, there was a kind of the to and fro on that Comic Con Cron report was that they were saying, well, people including manga sales in with that. And they were. It was yeah. including uh, crowdfunding, manga, and dog man, and stuff like that. Digital, as well. yeah, dog yeah. man, uh, all the Dave Pilkey stuff. And obviously, that's bring those those things are on the rise. Like, but the the traditional kind of comic book from uh, Marvel DC and and the other publishers uh, is suffering. Yeah, that's uh, that's just the way it is. And rather than to me, rather the the rather than everyone picking a side online and just going at each other and arguing, we should be considering and discussing how we evolve and how we improve sales. Mm. And there is always room to improve them. God, yeah. Yeah. You know? And how we, we're going to have to change to some other format. I think floppies are so, they're so sort of hidden from the general public. Yeah. You know, where does, you know, you got to go to a fucking a specialized shop yeah. like, to get a, a comic, which is nuts. Yeah. Uh, and of course people are going to go for what's easier to kind of what you're going to get you know what i mean yeah. and as uh simon points out like trying to get in guests for 50 year old men who as much as we love that you need to get the the, the younger kids involved in the comics and yeah and younger kids do love spider-man yeah, you God, know, yeah. i drove yeah. past the billboard today that was for kiddie vitamin gummy tablets or something and add spider-man on it i thought well there's a reason spider-man's on it because kids love spider-man how are we not yeah. getting comics in their hands we can get fucking gummy vitamins in their hands with spider-man on the label how can't we get comics because, in their hands because yeah. like, the the sort of you know the eastern influence whether it be like it in sort of manga or certainly the uptake in animation certainly with netflix more and more um, we're seeing anime style um, mm. series but, of uh, all, all the all these different things, and the um, the younger sort of generation are watching it, loving it, and they want more of it. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. So I don't understand. It. And I mean, do you think there's more of a um, a perceived connection? And it, you know, it is probably just a way of thinking a perceived connection between manga and anime. That we don't have between yeah, comics the, and MCU. I, 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 I you know? think I think there um, there completely is because normally, um, well, I mean, I could be wrong, and please don't take this is just what I, I think, and I'm woefully uninformed about everything in my life. So, <laughs> but but I think th- the waters are too muddy. Um, now now to me, I know sometimes there are live action versions of like mangas and stuff, but there's usually there's an anime series and there's a raft of like a hundred books, you know, 
But with a, for instance, a Marvel uh, comic, you've got you've you've got the comic, you've got you've got this live action movie, which is a different sort of universe. You've got the animated series, which is also a different sort of universe. You've got the video games, which is a different sort of universe. They're all pulling from different things that are not connected. Yeah. Whereas the the manga stuff is all drawing from the same well. It's all like this yeah. is what it is. There's a connect. There's a marketing connection between them. I don't which know which we don't have in the the MCU stuff. I you could know. not tell you now which Spider Man is the Spider Man. Now I know people sort of say, "What's well, the Spider Man in the comic books?" There's so many different versions of the Spider Man, and the Ultimate Spider Man is someone's Spider Man. The the Six One Six Spider Man is someone's Spider Man. The movie Spider Man is someone's Spider Man. There's ten billion versions of this one character mm. whereas with that the sort of manga and stuff um I, there's probably some normally you have the um from what i see you have like the 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 books the, obviously the original source material which is always important that's always usually what comes first isn't it even yeah. if i'm even if i'm aware of the animated series afterwards and um so you have the book then you have the animated series and but there's not sort of like and the only ones that are different, sometimes you get a, a, like an American version, a, a live action version, which is completely different and usually widely panned and no one really cares about it. Death Note. <laughs> yes. Crying Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cry, oh yeah. God. But the original source, you, you've got the original source material and its adaption. That's how mm. it works. They don't they don't water it down. And I think with a lot yeah. of like the westernized stuff... It's, They're almost uh, distancing themselves that the comics exist. Exactly. You know, like yeah, it's, they, it's an embarrassment. It's all, to be yeah, it's all related. part of one the yeah. anime, like, and and very much like that with some of the stuff like the Asterix movies in France, the Lucky Luke movie, you know, that sort of thing. There's there's everyone puts their arms out and loves it all, you know. Yeah. Well, here it's like, oh, I've seen the, the I've, seen, I've seen Avengers at the cinema. Oh, we've read any of the Avengers comics, so I'm read them. No, you know, yeah. that isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. A bizarre. Attitude. Yeah. yeah, but like they've for the UK, they've just put my uh, the first season of My Hero Academia. And if you want to read the first first My Hero Academia, you pick up book one of My Hero Academia, and it's like yeah. a one to one translation. Mm. If you they put a Spider Man TV series on there, you go right. Where do I start? Do I need to start Spider Man one? No, I'll tell you. That's quite fucking tell. costly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I know we're slightly we're slightly off uh, off the race. You know, we we we're discussing the wider scene, yeah. and I suppose the the problem I've got is the fact that they somebody puts these figures out and it just causes an argument online. Yeah. And I yeah. think the only thing that this argument does is it fucking helps dig a hole for comics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why are people arguing over it? Why aren't they either looking at the good bits, looking at the bad bits and agreeing to fix the bad well, bits? It, you know, it should be, like, yeah, yeah. It should, it should be in, instead of like, it should be, how do we make this better? It should always, yeah, we like, should be in it as yeah. one bunch. There's some people who literally spend more time arguing on, on Twitter and on the internet with and YouTube with each other than they do actually making or reading comics. Yeah, comics. Some of them I feel like saying, just fucking get it over with, please. I, yeah. I'm at that I'm at that point where um with my social media and sometimes I do have those sort of like, ooh, ooh, that trailer looks rubbish. I need to go and no, I don't need to say anything about it. I don't. I, and I step by step back. I'm now. Sort but we've of like, we've gone beyond this. The ability yeah. to have a decent conversation about anything. Nobody can have a conversation. No, you can't yeah. on that platform. You know, can you? It's designed not to, but not yeah. to have that. So yeah. rather, it's just so polarized, and you know, yeah. a graph of sales figures yeah. became something that has caused people Irrogan. to have these huge arguments. Like mm. fucking grow up. For me, what you should take from it is that the saying of like the customer's always right, and. It's not yeah. the fact that when the customer says the sky is blue and or to say the sky is green yeah. and it's actually blue. It's the fact that look, this is the way their their customers are consuming 
the media and comics and this is what you're going to have to pivot and take yeah. from it because if, yeah, yeah with if those they're numbers, doing it well yeah. then you've got to look and see what they're doing and then do change your plan li- likewise i mean for, yeah. all, for all the arguing and debating and, and you can you know say say whatever you want about it but when it comes to those graphs or those pie charts the people looking at those are looking at the trends and they look at you know and i hate to say this but the comic is the product when they're looking mm, at it yeah. they look they're looking at Right, this is this is what's popular now, so we're going to do more of that. We're not yeah, looking it, at people's feelings. Yeah, we look, uh, you know, we're yeah, looking at the data. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, and it's it's you know, unfortunately, it's the way that like you know some of the, some of these books and these creators are not getting their their fair due. I know in the in the perch video, it was he touched up upon that. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes because that's a fascinating um, video. Yeah. Um, but it is one of those you know when people when there's the broad statement of comic numbers are up. That doesn't mean that we're all in the. Doesn't money. mean everything's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it also doesn't mean that everything's totally bad either. No, no. you know that's where the, we miss this, don't we? We miss this nuance. Yeah. We're just yeah. missing it. We're in a real sort of. Um, do you know what I mean? Trub- the, the conversation trouble is is always very kind of like uh, the the big two superhero comics centric, where we now like live in a world of raft of Indian small press comics. You've got tons of manga comics. You got tons of European comics. Yeah, the choice and. God, you can go and get all these European comics translated for you uh, online. Uh, like, d- just press a button and it's there on your device to read. As soon as you, anything is kind of dominated by is your download speed. There's yeah. so much to kind of like. Uh, it's an utter meritocracy. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of comics out there that could do with some improving. There's if a lot. Of, there's a lot of marketing departments that could do with yeah. a big improvement. If your yeah. fucking like sales and readership yeah. is continually slipping, mm. you got to ask yourself the tough tough questions and that's yeah. i think that's why um more and more i'm i'm drawn to the ones that you know the independent scene the ones that are le- less focused on product and a little more personal because yeah. uh, i i'd go by that like uh, a horse is a i was at a camel is a, a horse designed by committee yeah. like the, the, the singular voice of someone bringing a small press comic to print and it's like them all the way through there's not had any Kind of like interference, saying we well, can't do this, you can't do it's that. Pure, I just want that it? vision. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I really like. And, and it's uh, not always the, the the best, but yeah, it's and that is sincere. Yeah, and when we when we talk about sincerity, you know that that could be an autobiographic, that could be something that is an independent superhero comic, that could be anything, mm. as long as you're putting your heart and soul in it, and and you're pure with it, it it it, it reads through. I think. Yeah, um, and those are the sort of creators that um we want to talk to and hopefully discover I mean, along with uh, you lot. So. I know this stuff is a product, but I don't want to feel like I'm reading a product. That, you know that's I mean? like, that's uh, homog- been my problem with the, the, yeah. the main stream. Um, a a homogenized sort of tick tick mm. box. Mm. Just, oh, God, what the fuck is this? I mean, there, there's a lot of talk about that. Uh, the, the, what do you call it? Hellfire. 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 Right. That yeah. I, I thought that would be like one issue of like, this what happens and... Yeah, I fuck knows how you would, you stretch over twelve issues. I really don't know. I was chatting to Eamon about this the other day, and um, it, it's almost like we feel like they're they're picking our pocket. And there's a lot of people in this world who've got money, and there's a lot of people who ain't got money. Mm. And to to somebody who wants, you know, in their head has always read the X Men, you know, wants to make sure that they're a proper X Men fan. You shouldn't have to buy all those issues. Yeah. No, yeah. there you was know? actually. Um, this is probably uh, this is slightly off topic again, as our um, talks always do. Um, obviously, did the digital browse the Wednesday comic cover sort of browse, yeah. you know, to see what what's cool. 
and the Marvel books, there were tons of them. Oh, they didn't have the covers. Didn't up. have the covers. It was like cover not yet finalized. That's why I hung back on a from Wednesday doing my when one. it was on a Wednesday. Yeah, I was like, I what? thought that was weird. They're up there now, though, aren't they? They went up later, didn't they? Did they go up later the same day? I'm not. This is not sure if it was the same day. They certainly should were up be, by yesterday when I looked. Should be the same. I mean, they should have been preloaded on there. It should have like, been the same yeah. day. I'm sorry, I'm not giving yeah. them the rope. Oh yeah, it should have been. Yeah, if yeah. they're not available to put a cover up, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because there are, when it comes to comics, there are a lot of people who do all their shopping on a Wednesday. Till I looked at it because I, I think we we get it at different times depending on who what we were at we're using, don't we? But I looked at it at eight a.m. And the Marvel books weren't on there. I went back about half an hour later, and the Marvel books were on there, but without a cover. Yeah, sometimes uh, when okay. we do our, our sort of cover browse as well, um, if I check it, it like first thing, if I'm the first one to have a look at it on a Wednesday morning, by the Wednesday afternoon, if these guys look at it, there's about fifty more covers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, always leave it to after lunch yeah, because yeah. there's always some more of a, more of a choice. Yeah. You're looking on a fire though, aren't you, Vince? Uh, not anymore. No, yeah, oh, usually, right. Usually, but there was a delay from, of the from, file, from a web, there, from a web browser. Point. I just go straight from right. the web browser now. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, I on. found it really easy. You just right-click your comic open in another window, and then you can just drag them into Twitter, like your tweet. Oh, it's so much you? fucking easy. Yeah, rather than do like... I'm doing like save. double-click on my phone oh, screen and do... <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're back to the tech talk. See it yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. There. Tech leads. That's the sequel. Tech leads. Yeah. So... I mean, obviously, as always, these sort of topics are ongoing. Um, you know, it's, it's 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 fascinating. I mean, I when Dan brought it to my attention, I literally it was the first I heard about it, so it's it's kind of interesting. But you know, I think of all, all of those arguing. big. Let's get on with it. I yeah. do once again like recommend purchase video on the subject yeah, because yeah. honestly, no one's completely bipartisan. But I like to think that purchase yeah yeah and that's yeah. kind of that's why we like him because we yeah. try and sit in that space of not taking sides mm. you know because we just love the the medium and i think we're getting to the point now where people are so polarized and they're so into their own side they're they're not seeing the wood for the trees do you know what i mean yeah mm. yeah. yeah um so yeah there you go i knew that before. I, I knew I, I knew we'd go in all, all directions in a sensible well half sensible manner it's probably off the rails now because we're going to recommend some yeah. comics to lovely people. But before we do, Dan, you want to give a shout out to someone we all love? Today's this episode shout out is a no brainer. Literally, <laughs> no no brainer issue one, a solo comics anthology uh, series featuring stories by different genres and styles by the same creator, which is uh, Edison Neo, friend to the show. Yeah, uh, and a fantastically talented creator. By the time you listen to the show on the fifth of July, you'll have two days to back it. It's actually demolished its goal. So mm-hmm. this book has been it has been made. Fucking we've hell, seen, it really has demolished its goal. Yeah, we've seen we've seen <laughs> the PDF of it, so yeah, yeah. it's ready to go to print. So yeah, yeah. essentially you're and buying a, a, your... a trusted Slack member as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh if you're not part of our group, you should definitely check that out. We started yeah. a new draw off on the Slack group, which is to recreate the infamous uh, face it, Tiger! You've hit the jackpot. Mary Jane yeah. and Peter Parker scene. And I'm you not get saying beat. anyone's name, but someone did make it a bit about some Gill faction. Simon <laughs> Russell. The uh, can I can I do two shouts? I just realised. Go for it. So we've got Cat Food Comics, which is a three pack. Yes. Also demolished its uh, its numbers. I backed it. Three Titanic titles: a comic fancy epic, character handbook, and a Savage Simeon sketchbook, all in one go. There um, might there might be something um, from from my, you from my pen. 
Oh, oh saucy. Nice. Um, it's good stuff. And and a, a comic that could really do with some help, and we've certainly championed a few issues, a few episodes ago, is Rufus Marigold by Honest Publishing, a heartfelt, relatable, and darkly hilarious tale of a nervous primate tackling life with social anxiety. And it is genuinely really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's only at uh, currently only at forty four percent. It's got ten days to go, yeah. so get behind that one. I was um, I was watching the videos about it, and certainly it is. You know, there are the discussions about mental health and when we talked about the book you know we were laughing about all the other bits but it, it does touch upon some sort of serious subjects but also yeah. it does it in the best way because it's absolutely phenomenally hilarious yeah it's brilliant yeah <laughs> so, yeah i want a physical uh, copy of it i've got a digital file for review purposes but yeah, yeah. I, I really need that physical book yeah as an aside, where we quickly touch on the Twitter subject, let me just quickly say this. There was a graphic going around, and it was illustrating the fact that twi- tweets with uh, embedded links to out of the site do badder, worse than badder. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing uh, command of the English language. They do worse than ones that don't have them and are just images. Mm-hmm. So I put that test the test today and did a... Uh, Viper tweet and said like if you're interested to read the comic, uh, comic look at the pinned tweet and that's done really good numbers to one that would just have really? a, a link yeah oh, it's done okay. a lot there so the, the, the general over the, the general exposure is a lot higher it's more likely Ooh, to come across I, people is, like to come across it natively in a strange way and yes we're going to talk some shop now um, should we try that with the actual episode this yeah, yeah episode. that's a good shout just put it yeah. as a pinned tweet yeah yeah. To say like just, that the, the latest episode's up, go check yeah. it up in tweet. Yeah. And see what happens. Oh, that yeah. yeah An experiment. <laughs> but like <laughs> it's frustrating. Like and they they got Instagram fucking around saying, Oh, we're gonna change it to more about making videos. It's like Yeah. We're gonna do what every other fucking thing does. Like Facebook got videos, yeah. TikTok mm-hmm. does videos and Yeah. It's Everyone constant... knows that Twitter's just there for arguments. That's yeah. the only reason it's there. The no, it's not. Jumping... This show is as well. <laughs> But they tried it with they did Periscope, didn't they? They've done yeah. like yeah. videos in there and Yeah. We're gonna when, do. But when the aliens come to this earth and knock out all electricity, we're all gonna be eating each other's faces anyway. Yeah. So without further ado <laughs> When they fire that giant death laser, I'm just gonna give them the thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Did you have another did you have another <laughs> shout out, Tony, before I jump on? No, that's it, I'm done, babes. Lovely. Thanks. So let's recommend some comics. And who would like to go first? Go on, you go first, Lee. Yeah. I've read yours and I'm looking forward to doing this. Okay. Um, my one was actually, of this year, it's actually a title that, it came on my radar. I did a, I did a small tweet about this. Um, Twitter again. Shout out to Twitter. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the most positive. One show we won't mention fucking Twitter. I, I, know. We, yeah, we, I know. We should try one show where we don't mention social media. That would be very interesting. Oh, it'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, seriously, um, this is from Vault Comics and they put a, a sort of promo image um, for the title that I just thought that's amazing I want that as a print and I immediately was interested to see what this title was written by Michael Marici art by Nathan Gooden coloured by Addison Duke and letters by Jim Campbell um, this is of course <laughs> I, I do not but barbaric <laughs> do you know, I was looking at it and I almost said barbaric but that sounds like a spice <laughs> <laughs> like turmeric <laughs> yeah yeah, Barbaric, um, issue one, um, and this is the um, synopsis. Um, Owen, <laughs> I love the name of this barbarian, Owen. The Owen. Barba- yeah, Owen. I was thinking that when I was reading it. Yeah, it's called Owen. fucking Owen. Yeah, yeah. Owen. Owen the Barbarian has been cursed to do good with what remains of his life. His bloodthirsty weapon, 
axe <laughs> has become his moral compass with a drinking problem. Together they wander the realm, foredoomed to help any who seek assistance. But there is only one thing Owen hates more than a life with rules, and that's witches. And then it's got another bit. It says, Welcome to the skull-cracking, blood-spattering, mayhem-loving comic brave enough to ask, how can a man sworn to do good with so much violence? No, how can a man... Yeah, do so much violence. Ha! Fucking with you. It's just barbaric. Um, I I loved... I loved There's a lot story. of sex in it as well, to there, be fair. There, oh, excellent. There is sex violence. There is a real great sense of humour. Um, there's a lot... Can I, can I pose you a question, Vince, before you on. begin? Okay, right. There is there's there's basically a, a sequence in this where he talks about all he does is kill people and have sex with women. Now, when you saw that panel of him having sex with a giant lady, that was that was unexpected because I read it guided view. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, <laughs> did you wonder how big his shlong is? Um, no, I didn't. Come on. I, I didn't actually because I was just pulling... <laughs> um, but I'm wondering it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, because. Previous to when Owen gets this, he was a, basically a horrible bastard, as he says. Yeah. I drank, I fucked, I fought. Much, to be fair. Yeah, he goes, I drank, I fucked, I fought, I fucked, I fought, I drank, and his life used to be simple. And then, um, and it was this as like you know, um, I don't know, I don't know whether he's an unreliable narrator, but Owen is narrating it, and you 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 pretty much straight away you're introduced to a world of violence. And gore, which is beautifully rendered by Nathan Gooden. Um, I was there's a wonderful design. Everyone will know that the axe itself has a face. It's got like a skull a face as part, or like one half of its blade, and it talks to him. Um, <laughs> but only he can hear it. Well, or maybe that's not the case. Um, and the axe, <laughs> the axe is bloodthirsty all the time, but. He can only get into fights and he can only kill people when those people have done something that's morally wrong. It, you know, This isn't just sort of like petty thieves or things like that. It's like horrible people, isn't it, Tony? It's like, yeah, yeah. if, yeah. if you're horrible, you you have to die. And um, when, when that happens, <laughs> the axe goes, get that sweet fucking nectar of life, Owen. <laughs> and he's like, get that blood. And there's like a fucking... Because when he's hitting people with the axe, you can see the axe sort of biting into people as well and it's loving it. It's... It is brutal, but also hilarious. But the, but it's a barbarian with a curse. He's this was essentially a bastard who can't just fight anyone anymore. Um, and it's interesting to see morally where it goes. Um, you find out where his curse sort of originated from, which was pretty cool. And that that teases at the the grander story on on tale. I mean, you know, because this this issue is immediately it's more of a pulpy drop you in, get to know the main character kind of thing very simple you can pick it up straight away you know where you are with the world and it sets i, th- I think this is very important with it with a lot of comics no matter what it is you've got to set your tone straight away mm. um and this one has certainly been marketed sort of like yeah it's all about you know violence and like a sense of humor and things like that and it immediately nails it um i know um this has done very well for vault it's um it's been a, a widespread success which made me even more intrigued when I came to read it. Um, this has really um, dropped into, you know, I, I I've normally got like a couple of titles that I'm like, yeah, they, these are the ones that I'm definitely going to. You know, there was like Outer Darkness that I was just sort of like, you know, and when Outer Darkness went the way of the angels, um, there was a there was a spot there 
of like the titles like yeah i'm on board for this i think a barbaric is is one that because this was one that is a little more i mean it's 319 uh, on digital yeah um, but i but i was in you know i was so what are you going to do buy the digital and then get the trade you i i'm totally gonna do that i'm gonna buy all yeah. of the i'm gonna buy i'm gonna follow the series if, if it's like this and it's certainly yeah, i've subscribed on i've subscribed on comixology and yeah. i'll get the trade i think yeah. that's what I'm yeah. gonna do. because I, yeah. I really like there's an introduction of another character towards towards the end um who's obviously going to be it, it seems like there's it's it's not a buddy comedy kind of thing, but it feels he's like going to fuck her, and he he's going to fuck it. It feels like it's going to go that way, but it could yeah. be quite interesting. There is a brilliant scene, and this this page sort of like blew me away. That he is on a he's on a ship, and essentially he's just before he gets his curse, he's shown that if he doesn't sort out his ways, they show him hell, and um, they dip him into the sea, and what he can see is a boat with. It's just the sea is just almost like lava, and there's demons pouring out of it, and it's just stunning, absolutely stunning. This book. Um, I like the bit where they they show him hell, and then they come back and they say, no, "Instead, you will curse you, and you have to work for us." Yeah. And he goes, mm, "Can you show me hell again?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I find it interesting that um, you know certainly that these witches because who curse him, and he really hates witches, but. The curse is you have to do good. Do you know what I mean? Normally, it, it's the opposite thing, isn't it? You know, you have those sort of spawn-like characters yeah. are like, oh, yeah, you have to sell your soul. This is just a bastard who wants to do bad things, but he can only do those bad things because the axe orders him to do things. He can and, kill certain people and he can't kill others. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's and, almost and, like a debate. Do, do you know what, V? I was completely on board this, and I, I still am, and I've subscribed yeah. to it and everything, and I think it's great. And um, But the one thing that did take me out of it slightly was when they, they sort of... Um, critique uh trickle down economics at one point in the issue so, and, and <laughs> i completely i completely missed that yeah. when i read it i may have like been, to I, pause the story for a moment and we can talk about the dangers of smoking yeah yeah, then, <laughs> yeah. i mean I, I mean this may be um one of the first issues where i've seen <laughs> there is a close-up of someone having their balls ripped off Oh God, yeah, and one but, pops. Yeah, he pops his. Yep, yep. All of that. Someone has a, someone has a go at him, and he goes, um, "If you've got a problem with that, then I'd like to see you see me what rip off your balls." Is that what you're going to say? And then the next panel is him grabbing <laughs> what is clearly a well rendered rendered nutsack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're just the noises. Oh, only comics, baby, can do things like this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And it's just, I just fucking love this series. I mean, what an issue one um, for me. Um, a real, it's nice when they deliver on the promises because I know this is, I think this has been bubbling underneath for a while, isn't it? A lot of people have been looking forward to this one. Yeah, it covers done the rounds, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had Michael on the on the show, and he's a he's a, he's a great yeah, writer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I'm great that this one is a, a big success for them. Um, and also, there's a final sort of, I like I like a nice sort of. And ending to an issue, an ending to an issue that makes you want to read the next one. Rather, I find that a lot of comics can just be like, "Oh, it's just ended." What? Whereas this one ended with one of those, you know, it's almost like you know, ratcheting the shotgun and going, "Yeah, we're going to kill someone now." Do you know what those cool moments you get in yes. films? It, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like that at the end of the issue, and I was like, "Fuck yes, this is going to be awesome." So mm. yeah, barbaric. Um, 
if you can get printed copies, please get the printed copies. I know I'll be getting the trade eventually, but I'm going to read it indigenously, and I loved it. So that's my one. God, I got, really, go next I got really excited about that. I can't yeah, yeah, no, it's a good book. Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah, as soon as you said, oh, I read this, I forgot it had come out, so I went and read it today, and I liked it. Yeah, yeah. the art's lovely. It's a, it's really a, lovely it's, a, it's a quick read. Well, it's a quick read, but a substantial read. It's, yeah, it's it is. A, yeah, it's not sort of super decompressed. The thing about it, I like it is it's about a geezer who's a proper bastard. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just full on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no holding back, and I yeah. kind of like that. He, yeah. He's he's horrible, and I'm, I'm looking forward to... I don't think they're going to short-sell it either. That He's not He's not going to sort of change his ways. No, I hope not. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. yeah. It starts worrying about what kind of cotton he's wearing and drinking yeah. the right kind of coffee. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get that, hopefully. Yeah. There's... Talking about that, I, I post up a video in the Slack group about the, the, the Quentin Tarantino like writing tips... And one of them was like talking about his character's morality, and he's like he didn't want the kind of the. Pr- I can't remember exactly what he says, but it really resonated with me what he spoke about. <clears throat> it was essentially like you're portraying these morally dubious characters, but it's not your job as the author to kind of the judge them and show judgments for that morality in the yeah. book. You've got to see them <clears throat> play out, and that's why I, I think Tarantino comes up with so many fantastic characters, good guys and bad. I mean, some yeah. of the bad guys in these books, of these films are fucking horrible, but yeah. they're yeah. memorable they're the for guys. that reason, yeah. Mm. Wouldn't have <clears throat> movies about serial killers if we didn't, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got to be it's, a bad it, guy. Like. It's, it's also one of the... <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to talk about this on the show. It's one of the... I, I do have an issue with Disney wanting to sort of um, anti-hero all of these villains. Yeah, all it's of like, them, yeah. Yeah, I don't... They've got to be the bad guys. You've got to have someone against the antagonist I, to go against. I don't want to sympathise with someone who wants to skin dogs. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. 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 He's just they're just a bad guy. Yeah. He's, he's a sort of friend. He's a sort of friendly rapist. You know, he's not yeah. too bad. <laughs> yeah. He round the edge off of him. He's he's all right. Yeah. Needs look, proper look, villains in comics now, don't we? That's yeah. what we need. Yeah. If you look past past the cat skinning, he's all right. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Uh, oh, but why, my, why did he want to skin the cat, Dan? That's yeah, what we want yeah. to know. Oh, he had a terrible childhood. Triple, triple down, trickle down economics. There's <laughs> 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 a blame. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dan, take it away. I picked out a uh, though. You know, we was going on about that last year. I think it was the, the Zavi did a sale on all those oh, kind of God, yeah. uh, DC yeah. trades. I picked one out to read, and it was. Uh, just the League of America, the Nail. Uh, have you guys read this one before? Yeah, good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so essentially, the setup is on the day that uh, Martha and Pa Kent would have been driving to Smallville, or whatever, and they would have seen Superman come down and taking him on, and blah blah. You know where the story goes. There was a nail in the tire, so they thought, "Oh fuck it, I can't be bothered to change that. We won't go." And I've never that... heard. I've never heard the Kents talk like that, Dan. That's, that's yeah. disgraceful. What? I'm kind of south London. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> South London it up a bit. Yeah. Uh, d- just being overly critical of the title, Superman not being in the world doesn't seem to have had a drastic impact. Impact. You would have thought him not being there would have been like fucking hell. Like the world would have ended because he seems to save the world every other every other day. Yeah. But essentially, the the story uh, tells about the the conspiracy of how they're trying to the world is kind of moving against uh, superhero characters and and framing them in a the bad light. And the the Justice League is sort of taking a stand against this, and as, as the sort of uh, should I do spoilers because this is a fucking old yeah, comp- yeah it's mm. from the eighties isn't it or nineties yeah, isn't it yeah. yeah yeah so Lex Luthor found the uh, 
Superman ship that he came in as a kid and he sort of retroactively kind of like worked on it and made his own sort of like clone Superman police force and somehow uh, Jimmy Olsen's uh, becomes a sort of like a full kryptonite and at the end he's fighting all the Justice League of America and none of them can really stand against him obviously because he's, he's essentially like a, a Kryptonian and uh, this is what broke it a little bit for me they're having this massive fight in the countryside bang bang they, they fly down and jimmy olsen this the kryptonian's like just about to kill batman he's like the green lantern's been helping batman fight uh jimmy olsen and uh, an amish farmer comes up and says look you can't be doing this like this is bad and then the the parents of this Amish uh, farmer said no look step back leave him to it and jimmy olsen fries the parents and you're like fucking hell and then he fries the farmer which is revealed to be Kal-El, Superman. And I was like, oh, this is a fucking turn up. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what had happened was an Amish couple found Kal-El, took him out and raised him in the Amish community. Obviously left the, the spaceship there because they don't like technology. So they left him there and then raised him like, as as a, a, a an Amish Superman. And it sort of does a... Uh, he's sort of sobbing at the end like oh no fucking my mum and dad's dead and Ma and Pa can't come up to him because they've been running like a, a home for way with superheroes so oh, don't worry we'll we'll like help you out and he sort of looks up and smiles and then in the background they he sort of like Superman takes on the role and he's wearing the suit and it's like <laughs> I know this is comics but it's like would he really <laughs> go from like being in an Amish community <laughs> And there's like, oh yeah, Come now you're wearing... with the, the gun of the hand. Yeah, now you're wearing this, <laughs> and like, there's nothing different about the world apart from, from nothing. There's virtually no difference. Superman <laughs> crossed with witness. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, if you'd if you'd pushed the concept a bit more, I don't know. It's maybe it's more of a modern take on it, but this is just like a, a solid classic superhero story. Uh, Alan Davis art though, in it. I think that's why it was a hot book. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, that's why we laughed that Batman loses. Uh, Batgirl and Robin from Joker gets kind of souped up by Lex Luthor and uh, Catwoman steps into the role and they put her in an absolutely fucking hideous costume. It's like bright golden yellow with a red cape. And it's like <laughs> Selena Carr won't be seen dead wearing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to carry on uh, playing through the other ones I got. Nice. So. <laughs> I remember I used to go in a comic shop that had one of those. It was a, a Catwoman bust but it was in that sort of sexy Catwoman cat costume, like the leather one with the zip down the middle. Yep. And the zip actually undid. Oh, and I remember okay. saying to the bloke owning the shop, if it, whoever buys this, um, call the police. Call the police. Call police on them. He's definitely going to fuck it. <laughs> Unless it's me. Are you selling it? It's like, no. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Should I do mine? Yeah. I do like yeah. reading those classic DCs. Yeah, me stuff. too. Hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of fun in them. Yeah, I've got the Invasion one next to my bed at the moment. I've been reading that one. Excellent. That's good. Yeah, um, I'm going to do. Critique. I'm going to do Kane and Abel, which has just come out from um, Image Comics. There was a signing yesterday at Gosh Comics, which I never made it to, but I got uh, I got there afterwards and bought a signed copy with a. I know you love them, V. Um, with a, a signed a book plate as well. There you go. Oh. Oh. It's um, oversized. So do you remember the format of um, Surfer Black that we had? Yeah, I mean, it's like slightly smaller than a, a Treasury. Yeah. It's that sort of taller than a trade, yeah, wider yeah, than a trade yeah. sort of format, which is quite nice. Full colour, uh, 72 pages, eleven ninety nine. This is okay price-wise. Um, 
they um so it's shaky cane um and krent abel both of whom i'm a fans of um i'm more of a recent fan of krent actually i really really do enjoy krent stuff but there's it's i think about six stories they each contribute a few stories to it um kane's is return of the astonishing um, shield bug and it crisscrosses um it's I, sh- I sent some of the, the the photographs of the pages to you earlier didn't i the um mm. the one with the ufo looking up yeah and it's um it's the familiar i i genuinely think unless it's um there's only a couple of writers who can write significantly well for kane but otherwise i want him to do it himself mm. um i think it's the case with him and there's this moment i think it's meant to be kane i'm not sure actually somebody is wandering across a desert and he looks up and there's this um old school flying saucer above him and it's the most beautiful couple of pages it's um less sort of sometimes shaky can fill his pages with mentonness can't he and sometimes mm. he just pulls back and you get this really beautiful thing um but it, it crisscrosses across a few different stories it's about this character it's about this bug man it's about shaky himself sitting at um, a convention table but what partly is about is about um jack kirby so jack kirby at war and there's this little motif that runs through it of um a rocket um that's at different points different things but at one point is a pen and um and jack's sitting at his table you know that familiar uh drawing table that he had smoking a pipe um and at one point stan rings him and says jack just a quick one who's the nut on the surfboard supposed to be the silver what oh what the heck let's print it anyway and it's like this it's just like really cool um and then it switches to um shaky sitting at his convention table um which we had in the thousand yard stare if anyone read that which is also great you should really need to find that if you haven't read it and um uh, actual aliens come and visit him at his um convention table which we know shaky a little bit and i can imagine that he's probably had that to be fair you know i think that uh he has actually met aliens which is quite cool <laughs> quite possibly <laughs> yeah it's um it's in a way it's, it's sort of psychedelic polemic about um the greatness of uh the greatness of of um jack compared to um you know this little this little moment where stan rings him up not really understanding what he's doing it's uh there's a sort of a sort of metaphorical temporal storytelling thing going on you know he switches about between between times bits there's a self-reverential jack kirby weird bloke dressed as a bug who turns up home and there's a sort of alien in his kitchen it's um typical shaky stuff but i really 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 did enjoy it i have to say um the there's uh, another one another one i quickly want to talk about one with the kane stories where a man goes to shaky kane's house shaky has himself died and the man goes to his house to dis- to see if he can get any collectibles he heard this man has got the biggest american comic collection i'm going to go but there's nothing there apart from this sort of weird coffin shaped hatch into the basement and explores the basement and and finds something there so it's a real thing of cheese dreams you know we've had too much cheese at night you go to bed and you dream these things don't you? um krent does one of my favorite ones of krent's in there is a thing called creep zone featuring the characters of nightmare and sleepy and sleep nightmare looks like he's wearing um do you remember in karate kid when they had those sort of halloween costumes of skeletons yeah yeah yeah. Mm. he looks a bit like that okay and and sleepy is a is a definite robin analog but he's smoking he's a bit unshaven and looks like he's probably got some kind of class a habit going on yeah that's what he looks like and they 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 patrol the post-apocalyptic wasteland and it's full of things like vortex breaches in asda car parks and vampire outbreaks and there's a gang called uh, who are from moose uh, mouse town um and ends up there sort of there's a sort of mickey mouse thing motif going on with this gang so it's a bit 
post-apocalyptic it's a bit warriors you know it's a bit of that going on um and um they uh they there's there's a great scene um where one of these nightmares thinking back about his origin story you know and his friend has the top of his head blown off it's the one i sent you mm. i suck it on the slack as well actually and and he literally has it he said oh i'd read in you know i've been told in you know first aid that you should put a pressure on the wound and this bloke everything from his lower jaw is missing <laughs> yeah. and he's got his hand on the top of this and he's trying to plug the hole and he said oh, it still didn't work um yeah it's really good there's a um well, who, so paul quotes it did quite well abel was a keeper of sheep and Cain a worker of the ground god the bible <laughs> that's a full back. That's pretty cool. But yeah, it's well worth it. It's really nice. If you can get one from Gosh, you'll get a signed copy, I suspect, if you get in there in time. But uh, both great creators, really good. Um yeah, and ones to look out for. Kane and Abel. There you go. Smart nice. one. Yeah, it sounds great. I'm gonna pick up that and fucking the one Vince mentioned. Yeah, do do both, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The biz. yeah. Yeah. And you should all pick pick up all the comics we talked about and more. Um and we hope you enjoy them and we hope you enjoyed this week's show. It's another fun one. Um, where does the time go when we're talking yeah. about this stuff? Just uh, blast past. Indeed. Yeah. Um, but we've got to go off and have our um, previously mentioned Horlicks and put our slippers on. Mm. So, but if I ain't it, had a Horlicks in years. It, I'm neither. neither. Like, it probably just tastes like or cement. Or Ovaltine. Remember that shit? Same oh, sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Blimey. We talk about the hard-hitting subjects on this show, don't we? And if you <laughs> if you want to, to know what other beverages, lukewarm beverages <laughs> We drink before we milk go to based, sleep. Milk based, yeah. Milk based beverages. <laughs> I've just, I've just seen, I've just seen someone. I can't remember who it is now. Somebody's just put on on uh, Facebook. I picked. You said, "Look at this. This is really meta. It's a picture of iced tea drinking iced tea." <laughs> God, think about that. That's like yeah. a that's like a Christopher Nolan script. Um, <laughs> More but, G. But if, yeah, but if you want What's us to relevant, the ice, like the ice cube, iced tea, little rice. Obviously, because he's a white guy, but like, why ice? What's yeah, the... I don't know. Yeah. Any uh, rappers from the nineties? Feel free to get in contact yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, and, yeah. and you can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod, where we'll be um, shouting about different events and comics, etc. Retweeting things. These guys have also got the keys to the Awesome Pod, and mm. who knows what happens? It's like Mad Max on there. No, um, but if you, if you do Facebook, yeah. go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast. Uh, join the community group, Awesome Comics Talk, which is uh, a great um, sort of community of people on there. Lots of uh, art threads and stuff. If you want to join the Awesome Comics Slack, what do they do, gents? Just message one of us and we'll send yeah. you the link. I yeah. noticed that Simon's just joined, by the way. So there you go. Oh, hey. brilliant. It does we, work. I've worked out, Tony, we can actually do a permanent link. Oh, can it we? Never dies. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll talk about after, after the Good show. Okay, I've also done it so when you join the Slack now, you'll see all the channels. So yeah, that's good. Join in. Yeah. As, Look at as that. As you start. It's, it's almost like we know what we're doing. <laughs> you know we don't. But thank you for listening to us anyway, whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcraft, uh, pod, Podcrafts. Podcrafts. <laughs> yeah, Podcrafts. If you listen to us on Apple, please subscribe and uh, leave us a review. It helps get the word out about the show. It really does help and get the the listeners in because I know there's quite a few of you listening to us on that network. But if if you also listen to us on things like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks are we on, Tony? Well, we'd like to. We're on the very congratulatory, and we'd like to congratulate a certain person on Pod Wurzel Bummage. <laughs> <laughs> that one's from Vince. 
How dare you, sir? Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep laughing about that now. Anyway, congratulations to Words of Wummage for yeah. his news. We're yeah. very proud of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where can people find us online, etc.? Tony. Uh, patreon.com forward slash tribute press the um another week of fame from me and demetrius sack and then we're going into flesh and ink with me and adam which will run through to the end of the yeah. year demetrius's pages are lovely mm, it's great in it yeah, yeah it's funny in it yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. lovely watching the patron jump from different styles you know yeah I mean? that's well that's kind of we're a size. publisher and that's kind of yeah. what we wanted to do so yeah yeah i've got pleased yeah. with it see that's a different another model for changing for delivering content yeah. delivery yeah. Yeah. If you want to earn £32 a month, then please go via the Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got that sort of liquid TV feel about it. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that show? I've got fond memories yeah, yeah. of liquid TV. Yeah, I yeah. used to love that. Yeah. Um, yes, <laughs> nice it's, all on, it's all on YouTube, that. Is it really? Oh, yeah. The class, you got you got to look for classic liquid TV because uh, they they did another series of liquid TV. Um, no, which isn't as, isn't as good. <laughs> You know, it's always good, though, wherever you can find Dan. Where's that? Uh, yeah, where can you find me? You can find me on Twitter, <laughs> oh, at Vanguard God. Comic. You can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com or on Comic House or Comixology. But where it is all happening at the moment is on my Patreon account where I'm uploading my work-in-progress stuff to Viper 2, which is just... I've just got off the blocks and started drawing it. It's been fucking tough. Oh, nice. I hear a bit of a... Not a down bit, but, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll start that. I'll do this bit, and then... Oh look, five days have gone by, and I ain't yeah, fucking yeah. done much. But uh, I'm, I'm off. I'm off the blocks. Good man. Good Brilliant. stuff. Yeah. So go forth and do support him because it is good. You, you get you get emails all the time with with wonderful artwork and stuff. Okay. Um, you don't need to thank me now, Dan. We can talk, we can talk about um, how you're going to pay me <laughs> off here. Um, <laughs> and you, Tony. Okay. <laughs> You can find me on social media at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We hope you have a brilliant week wherever you are. We hope you're safe, healthy, and uh, just happy and enjoying yourself and reading or making comics wherever you are because we do love you. Tony said it the other the other week, didn't you? I didn't say I loved the listeners. I said I loved you, Dan, and Marina Sirtis. Oh, of course. Fair. Yeah. But if yeah, she's a listener... Does that mean... If she's a listener, I'll do a backdoors in. Anyway, it's time for us to finish the (laughs) show. We bookended it with Star Trek references with Shatner. Brilliant. Makes sense. It's the great circle of life or circle of bullshit. Anyway, thank you very much for listening, everyone, (laughs) and for sticking with us. Have a brilliant week. Read loads of comics. Um, Stay happy, happy, healthy, and we do love you. And from Dan, Tony and myself, have a brilliant week. And what should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Hey, nice. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.